Hi, welcome to That Reminds Me Of, a podcast about film and the films that remind us of that film. You're here with Baron and the Doc. And the Maestro. Do we need another drink? Yes, we do. Yeah. Baron, we're here to talk about Monolith. Yes, we are, Doc. We are back at the lovely capital in our hallway between the lift and the loose. And we're, we're under time constraints because, as usual, we're running from one film to another, trying to record these within the snatches of tiny moments of time. Between two films. Between two films. Do you like it? With Zach. Between the lift and the lose. <laughs> Between two films. All right, let's talk about Monolith. Could you tell me about Monolith before we start? Yeah, I'm going to give you the, uh, the high level. Here's the stats of Monolith. It's an Adelaide film. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it's going to be released in cinemas on the 26th of August. It stars Lily Sullivan, directed by Matt Vaselli, written by Lucy Campbell, cinematography by Michael Tassari. All three of those were there at the screening for a Q&A, which was great. Do you want the synopsis? Yeah, just quickly, they, they seemed like good folks. They sure did. Yeah. Intelligent, good folks. They did, and they've made an intelligent, good film. Yes, <laughs> yes they have. <laughs> it is intelligent. We'll get into that. Good. Let me give you the synopsis just so everyone knows what we're talking about. Monolith, a headstrong journalist whose investigative podcast uncovers a strange artifact and alien conspiracy and something that lies at the heart of her own story. I feel like that's either a typo in IMDb or it's a typo on my end, probably on my end. I'm going to back IMDb in this case. Okay, great. I've bagged them before. I'm going to put this back down to your typo. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry for stuffing your, your synopsis up. Well, we're, as we, as we mentioned, under time constraints, so we yep. need to get straight into this. So I argue that we just go straight into what Monolith reminded us of. All right, where do you want to start? Should we, get, should we get one that I don't think you're going to mention out of the way? Yes. Do you know what it is? No idea. 2001. Okay. Were you going to mention that? No. Okay. 2001, A Space Odyssey has, as the central <laughs> MacGuffin of the film, yes. a big monolith. Wow, a MacGuffin. You got a MacGuffin into 2001. I love it. Yes, a monolith, a big black monolith. No one knows really what it means, but it symbolizes something otherworldly. That means we should, I think we should expand on the synopsis a little because the synopsis does not mention a monolith or black bricks or any of these things. That's clearly a huge part of the story. So the the journalist actually, um, for her little unsolved paranormal mysteries podcast, gets an anonymous tip that she should explore somebody, <clears throat> somebody's story about receiving a black brick that just came out of nowhere one day. Mm. So she follows that up. And what she uncovers is that people all around the world have been receiving these strange black bricks that don't look like they're made by humans. They don't look like they're just naturally occurring. They look a little alien. And that things happen to them when they receive the bricks. You know, I was bagging your reading of the IMDb synopsis. Yeah. Your own synopsis was marvellous. That's, Much that's, better. That's great. Good. Good. Even though I was choking the whole way through it. <laughs> Just on my own weird throat thing. <laughs> well, speaking of your own weird things, uh, <laughs> yeah. is there any, anything you'd like to kick off with what it reminded you of, other than 2001, which I thought we were both going to say, so I wanted to get it out of the way. Over to you. Yeah. No, 2001 is way too surface level. Let me dig deep. deep. <laughs> Let me dig deeper. <laughs> so I was reminded of a great little indie film called Pontypool. No, no recollection. No, it's an American film. Um, it, it focuses on a radio host who 
has a, a uh, talk show and he's in some little town, I think it's in Ontario. And while he's on having his show, which happens to be late at night, he starts getting calls in from, from uh, various listeners um, that basically the world or his town or whatever is being taken over by some mysterious virus and the world is literally ending basically outside of his radio studio. And, and so you hear the whole story through call-ins that then slowly start to seep in to his, his studio. It's an amazing reference. That sounds like a great film. So did you, did great, you, you it, like it? It's a, great, it's a great film. This film feels like it's trying to do almost exactly the same thing Mm. Um, but through this probably slightly more modern vehicle of a podcast. Well, that's a great, <laughs> it's a great segue into my first one, yep. which is Only Murders in the Building. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah, Steve, Steve Martin, Martin Short. What's her name? Um, <laughs> I should know. Ah. Selma. It's not Selma. Gomez. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. <laughs> Selena Gomez. <laughs> Clearly, we've got way too many things going on inside our heads. All these movies we've been watching the last couple of weeks are just yeah. like, names are banging around. Anyway. When you can't remember A-listers, you're, you're starting to go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Only Murders in the Building centers on a, the making of a podcast and the unraveling of a mystery and the cutting together of the storyline. So, it mm. even looks at the editing and, yep. you know, how in Monolith there's, you know, she kind of changes the story based on, you know, how she edits it together. Um, yep. To make it more compelling. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So they're, they're both um, looking at storytelling, which is what we like to talk about on yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Um, so meta. We're on yeah. a podcast talking about a movie about a podcast that's referenced by other podcasts. Well, no. I'm wow. getting confused. Anyway. All my confusion aside, I think murders, Only Murders is a, is a pretty good one. That's a great reference. The other thing about that show is that the threat is ever-present. It's within the building that the podcast is taking place in. Mm. And Monolith, uh, without giving spoilers away too much, the, the threat really is within her own little studio, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well said. I wish I'd thought of that. It's inherent in there. I think you did think of it subconsciously. Subconsciously, as <laughs> <Yeah>. usual. Can't <laughs> articulate it. Over to you. I was really reminded of the film Arrival by Denis Villeneuve. Yes. For some pretty obvious reasons. But aside from the fact that we've got in Arrival, there's just these spaceships that arrive one day and nobody knows what they're there for or why they're there. And in this case, we've got black bricks that just suddenly appear. There's also like a really neat like language connection going on. So you discover mm. in, this, in this film that the bricks, if you put them through a scanner, which some wealthy art collector does, there's little symbols within them. And the symbols are somehow connected to the person who receives the brick. And the symbols are an ancient language of some sort. So there's a bit of like trying to decode what the language might mean. It's a cool film, isn't it? Yeah. A monolith. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's got some good layers to it. Yeah. Also, the, the tone and the mood, I think. So Arrival's this really sort of bleak, blue, gloomy mm. vibe. Mm. And you've got a female protagonist who has a past that is kind of ever-present. It's seeping through the whole time. And you have the same thing in Monolith. Yeah, great one. Two out of two for you. Thank you, sir. My turn? Yes. Uh, Locke, starring Tom Hardy. Oh, I've never seen Locke. I love it. He's just, he's in a car, he's driving, he's a bit stressed out, 
he's on the phone through the whole thing. Yeah. So it's just the one person on a device talking and the whole, you know, storyline, you know, comes through in that way. So just as a setup, I think that's a really cool, you know, way to put a structure around it that you can, you know, work within very easily. And it was filmed under COVID conditions, I think, um, Monolith. So they were probably forced to and did a great job. I think that that kind of the constraints, the claustrophobic, you know, single location thing, for one, it's a great indie device. Mm. And this is clearly an, an, an indie film with not a lot of money. However, they managed to attract um, Lily Sullivan to it. And I think we should mm. mention she's great in this. Yeah, she was. So I think recently we saw her in Evil Dead Rise, but this is a real sort of performance piece for her. Well, kind it's, of contained performance piece. So It all rests on her. Yeah. Like you, you're getting close-ups of her eyes, her lips, her face, everything. Yeah. Like you really are just with her. And it's actually great how they've managed to create different perspectives and space through the film like it goes from i'm using the wrong filmic words there but it goes from very tight on her to gradually expanding mm. so the universe does expand even though it's in a in a small space yeah well that was clever this film um you know i think people who enjoy a really tight thriller mm. uh maybe a little bit something like moon where you've got mm. like a single person in a small location and the mystery is grand and has a little bit of sci-fi to it, a little bit of horror to it, might enjoy this. Um, the guys who made this film have done a really good job with not a lot, you can tell. And uh, I would definitely give props to the cinematographer. It's beautiful to look at. Mm. Couldn't agree more. Does that mean you're done? I'm done. Does that mean I can just do one more bonus? Oh, yeah, sure. As I, as I normally do, and this has got the spoiler line. Yes. So past this point is a spoiler. Okay, spoilers. Yeah, we haven't really spoiled much yet, have we? I That's think we've good. done pretty well. We've done well, okay. But yep. Yeah, don't, don't watch on if you... So see you, everyone, if you don't want to spoil. <laughs> um, us, Jordan Peele. Okay. Okay, explain. People in a house confronted by their doppelgangers. I don't know why I needed you to explain that. That yeah, perfect. That's all I'm going to say. Doppelgangers. Uh, <laughs> like violent doppelgangers. Violent, violent, scary doppelgangers. Uh, Beautiful. You, you can't lose with that, really. It always seems creepy. It always reminds me of the Seinfeld doppelgangers. Seinfeld doppelgangers. <laughs> okay, I don't know that reference. The what do they call them? At some point in Seinfeld, there's the you know, the um, upside down version of the Seinfeld <laughs> characters. I or am I, I tripping? <laughs> like Seinfeld within Stranger Things? Is that what we're talking about? No, almost? In the actual Seinfeld <laughs> series, <laughs> okay. there's, yeah. Upside um, down. Upside down Seinfeld. Wow, I missed a lot. But, you know, yeah. I, I've missed a lot of Seinfeld over the years. Yeah. Let us know in the comments <laughs> if I'm tripping. I think we're done. We've got to get to our next film. That's beautiful. That's See beautiful. you, Baron. Cheers, Doc.